Life Audio. Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. And I am loving just learning more about the Bible, and I am loving even more that we're doing it with friends. Mm-hmm. We also have a community group on Facebook, which is just Daily Bible Podcast. So come and join us. And it's so fun. There is so much encouragement going around because everybody, I, I, I was checking yesterday and someone's like, I just started, I just started and I'm going to pick up right where you guys are yes, now. And then I someone else was like, oh, I'm a week behind. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. a week behind or if you just started. I mean, please just start. And, and it's so encouraging. Let's just encourage each other to be in the word. And that's basically, that's why we started this podcast. That's why we're here. Yes. So today we are reading numbers 19, 20, and 21. Now remember, we are still in numbers. (laughs) Moses led Israel out of Egypt. So just give you a little background Mm -hmm. here. Moses led Israel out of Egypt, and now they are in the wilderness, the numbers, the Leviticus and numbers, they're in the wilderness. And so much has happened. They built a tabernacle, and that took a long time. They had a census taken, and that took a long time. And just think about a census back then. Now we have calculators, and we have computers, and everything adds up. I mean, back then they didn't have those types of technological things, but they still took a census. And we know that it was right because it's in God's word. So, you know, but remember all of this, they're in the wilderness, but we're also seeing how resourceful the Israelites were. Think of all the gifts that they gave for the tabernacle and and everything that they brought, you know, in the wilderness, they've received the laws and there's quite a bit of complaining and carrying on. And, and well, God said, fine, I'll give you what you wanted. And so we are watching them just continue to walk around in the wilderness. It almost feels like they're walking in circles, but we know that they're not. And, um, and so that's where we are today. And yeah, and we're going through, he's given them their laws and their, their different rituals that he wants them to do. I remember we've talked about this, especially as we're going through Leviticus. It's because he is holy and they have to do things to approach a holy God. And this is how chapter 19 begins. It talks about the water of purification. So when something needs to be purified to get the water, they first have to sacrifice and burn a red heifer. <laughs> it's not, mm-hmm. not a black, not a brown outside the camp. And then those ashes are used for the purification ceremony for the removal of sin. It was a big, complicated process, but then they got the ashes and mixed with the water, then use that water to purify things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a ritual for those who touch a dead body. And God took this seriously. He said, but those who become defiled and do not purify themselves will be cut off from the community. For they have defiled the sanctuary of the Lord since the water of purification purification has not been sprinkled on them. They remain defiled. So again, some of these things don't make sense, but God was holy. Mm -hmm. And these are the rituals that he set up so they can approach him, a holy God. 
the people are on the move again, and now they are camped at Kadesh. And sadly, Miriam dies there and is buried. Um, and then again, there is no water for the people. Uh, I just drove through um, Southern California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and Oklahoma. That's a Michelle, long trip. There's so much desert. And there's nothing out there. Uh, so I was really like, as I'm driving for hundreds and hundreds of miles, looking across nothing and thinking, yeah, there's, they're going to have trouble finding water again. So they, there's no water and they rebel against Moses and Aaron. And yet Moses and Aaron show their true character here. It says they turned away from the people and went to the entrance of the tabernacle where they fell face down on the ground. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to them. Um, I just think that's such character. These people are grumbling and complaining and they didn't respond. They turned away and went to God. And we, we see that several times yes. where Moses and Aaron fell on their face going, pleading to God or basically just going, Oh, woe to these people. <laughs> yeah. But falling on their face in front of God. I mean, I have a problem with one of my kids when they're disobeying. I just want to like tell them how they should be doing things and like give them consequences. Like I just want to, cause you should, you should know better is what I tell my mm-hmm. kids. Well, Moses could have said that. Aaron could have said that again. They turned away and they went to the tabernacle and kneeled before God. It's just such good, amazing character. Um, and then God tells Moses to gather the people and speak to the rock. And water will flow. And Moses did most of it right. <laughs> but instead mm-hmm. of just speaking to the rock, he hit it with his staff. But because Moses did not trust God enough to demonstrate his holiness, Moses and Aaron didn't get to go into the promised land. Which That's a hard working. consequence. That's a very, very hard consequence. Yeah. In a, some upcoming chapters, um, we're going to get to that moment where he doesn't get to go in and um, so we'll talk about that more here, but it does seem like this isn't fair, but we're, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get there because, uh, there's more passages. We'll just say there's more passages mm-hmm. there that explain it all. Um, and so next Edom refuses to let the people pass. And remember they're the descendants of Esau. So it's their family that's not letting them pass. And they just want to go through the King's road. They're like, we're not going to take any of your food. We're not going to drink your water, but nope. Edom uh, refused and mobilized an army against them. And so the Israelites turned around and then Aaron dies. <laughs> so mm. we lost Miriam and then now Aaron. Mm. And But before mm. he does, God asked Moses to take Aaron's priestly garments and place them on Eleazar, his son. And after this is done, Aaron dies on the mountain and Israel mourned for him for 30 days. And Michelle, I was like, oh, now you're mourning for him. Like, <laughs> he could have been nice when he was around. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's finally victory after Canaan attacked Israel. The people vowed to completely destroy their enemies if God gives them victories. And he did. He let them have victory over Canaan. And as they set to go around Edom, the people complain again. <sighs> so the Lord sent poisonous snakes. <laughs> um, Moses prayed for the people and God told Moses to make a replica of a poisonous sta- snake and attach it to a pole. And if the people are bitten and they look to it, they will live. And then the chapter concludes on a positive note with them traveling. And the Lord again gave them water and they sang spring up. Oh, well, did you sing that in Sunday school? Yep. Spring up, oh well. 
Yeah, I got a river soul. of life flowing out of mm. me. Yeah. So let's go back. If you were in Sunday school, you might remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I was, I was reading. I'm like, that's where it came from. I had no yeah. idea. Like when we sang in Sunday school, no one explained. Um, <laughs> and then did they explain to you like where it came from, that the desert and the water and when you I were remember, in school? I remember the desert and the water, but I don't remember that. The spring they, up the well? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe. It was just that, oh, God provided water for for the Israelites when they needed it. And so, um, and our principal in our, um, actually, I learned it in in, um, school. And so, it was a principal in our Christian school. And he led chapel like on Wednesdays or something like that. And I remember him playing on his guitar. Okay. um, and so then, yeah, we, I don't remember if we had actions to it or not. It would have just, been oh, we, we sat there and we waited. jumped out of the seat. Oh. So spring up a while we like jumped up and we went splash, 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 splash. So That's fun. <laughs> all, all the things of Sunday school in the, well, the, it was the eighties for me. Sunday school in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, one thing that um, hit me as I was reading through this to, um, today was um, d- when they were talking about the bronze snake, snake, um, or when we were reading about the bronze snake, um, you know, God, God does that. He sends the poisonous snakes. And, um, and then this is the first time I think we've really seen, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, where the people are crying out to Moses and they've like, we have sinned by speaking Ooh. against the Lord and against you pray that the Lord will take away the snakes. And, and I was like, that's, it's not that they haven't already been like, I'm sorry, God, I have done wrong. But this is the first time we see them having really taken um, what acknowledging what they did wrong. Uh, We have sinned against God. And we have sinned against God with our mouth, we've complained against God. And, um, and that just that just hit me because so many times I think we say we're sorry, but we Mm -hmm. don't say what we're sorry for, or we we say we're sorry, but we don't say, I've sinned against you when that's really what we did is we sinned against a holy God. And, um, and so that hit me as we, as I was reading that, I was like that we have sinned against you, God. That is so good. I'm so glad you brought that up because then we do see victory. Like they had Mm -hmm. victory over Canaan. Um, They got water from the well. So the spring up the well, and then they had more at the end of this reading, they had more victory over Sion um, and it says King Sion attacked with the Israelites won and occupied part of their land. Mm-hmm. The Israelites took more land and God told Moses not to be afraid for the Lord has handed them over. I don't think it's a coincidence. I'm so glad you brought that up that they're repenting. Mm-hmm. And of course those snakes stop, but then we see victory in the upcoming chapters. Yeah. I think that is a huge connection there that I did not pick up. So thank you, Michelle, for bringing yeah, that welcome. up. <laughs> you're welcome well we need to take a break but we're going to be back after we hear from our sponsor and we're going to have the word of the day next stay tuned okay so our word of the day today is rebellion and rebellion is opposition to one in authority or one in dominance um and we see rebellion in several ways today. There's the rock. There's mm-hmm. the Israelites. They were thirsty. They started complaining. 
Why did you take us out of Egypt? Why didn't you just leave us there? And Moses, of course, talks to God and God says to speak to the rock and it will pour out water. So Moses summons the people and says, listen, you rebels. At least that's what I'm (laughs) thinking he probably says. But well, we know he says, listen, rebels. And I just don't think that he's sitting there going, listen, you rebels. No, when there's some exclamation points, I think he's exclaiming it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking he's exclaiming it as in a um as in a I am the leader here and you mm-hmm. have done wrong. Listen, you rebels. And um and then even though God had told him to speak to the rock, Moses rebelled against God and he yes. struck the rock not once but twice. And then we see the bronze snake and the people grew impatient as they were going around the land of Edom, they grew impatient. And of course, again, we're hearing them rebel against uh, their leader and against God. And they're like, why did you bring us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness? And then we're also seeing the rebellious nature of King Shihan or Sion. Um, he was asked nicely by the leaders, hey, can Israel pass through this land? And he says, mm, no. And then they asked him again. And this time he was like, I'm going to attack you for this. But then the Israelites won. I mean, we're we're just seeing um, some rebelliousness. We've been seeing rebelliousness, but it just really felt like today was a bunch of all about rebellion yeah i mean Mm -hmm. and and over like you said we've been seeing this so we've seen plagues we've seen the ground opening up we saw levites burnt to a crisp and now there are poisonous snakes (laughs) like who Mm -hmm. likes snakes no one likes snakes and of course we don't know how much time passed between these events um it it wasn't you know maybe it seems like just last week when god said no one over 20 would enter the promised land except Joshua and Caleb, and soon we're going to see that all of those rebellious people are gone. So we know mm-hmm. time is passing, yet um, all of these punishments against the rebellion have a purpose, and it's really to turn the people back to God. Like, this is why God is sending plagues and having them burnt to a crisp, and because yeah. He wants the people to turn to God. And it reminds me of this new song, it just came out by Dolly Parton, um, and it's called Don't Make Me Come Down There. Have you heard it, Michelle? No, I haven't. Yeah, okay. So you have to, you're going to have to listen. Uh, Google it afterwards. It, I yeah. mean, it just came out. And the song came to Dolly in a dream where God spoke to her from a mountaintop. And she said, I had a dream about God standing on a mountain looking down at us and saying, don't make me have to come down there. And she said, I got up and started writing the song over a period of weeks and months. So I'm just going to read some of these lyrics because it just applies. And it says, gave you a book, you didn't read it, gave you my word, you didn't heed it, gave you a map, you said you didn't need it, and now you've lost direction and you're wandering aimlessly. Don't make me come down there. This is not a game of truth or dare. Now I don't want to punish you, but if it has to be, this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. Don't make me have to come down there. Bridge that this great divide and make repairs. Go to your room and pray till you can learn to play fair. Don't make me come down there. Politics, earthquakes, erratic weather, pandemics, war and hate. Turn a deaf ear, a blind eye. I'm wondering whether I should take my Bible belt and whip you into shape. Mm. And I just thought, I love that. I should take my Bible belt and whip you into into shape. shape. (laughs) Uh, And then it just, I just had to look up Revelation 3, 19 through 20 says, 
Um, you know, I love those oh, to those whom I love. I reprove and discipline. Mm-hmm. So be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, mm-hmm. I will come to him and eat with him and he and he with me. And I think we hear that last part quoted. Behold, I stand at the door and right. knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. And But the first part says, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. I don't think I've ever heard that, like, preached with the behold, I stand at the door and knock. So we need to uh, understand God's discipline is because he wants to come to us. Mm-hmm. He wants to us to come to him and eat with him. Um, and we often don't get that. Well, and, and I, I love how... We need to, what you're pointing out to us is we need to read the Bible in context, not just mm-hmm. taking a verse out and and um, talking about that verse, but reading the entirety of the Bible in context. And we're seeing, we're seeing that in the Israelites' life, God loves them. God loves them. And so he cannot let them sit in their sin. And, and so he disciplines them and then they're like, oh, Lord, I have sinned. Please forgive me. And and that's us too. He loves yeah. us so much. He can't let us sit in it. And as you pointed out, because they asked for forgiveness and they confessed their sins, then God blessed them later on and they were able to have victory over their enemies. Mm-hmm. And we also will see later on that when they sit in their sin and they don't come to God, God allows their enemies to come after them and capture them. And, yes. and so there are so many consequences, good and bad, for us when we, when we either rebel against God or we don't rebel against God. And we need to keep that, we need to keep that in mind and keep things in check because he loves us and he's going to discipline us because it's going to be for our good. Yeah. Cause he wants to come and sit with us mm-hmm. and be with us. Mm-hmm. Would you take a moment to pray for our listeners today? Yeah. Lord, I just come to you. First of all, I I thank you that we can come to you and that we can repent and that we don't see it as um, this this thing that, oh, no, I have to repent. But thank you, Lord, that we get to repent. And Mm. thank you that you hear our prayers and that you bring us victory over all our sins and that we can um, we can come to you and sit with you and be with you, Lord. I pray that. Um, today that we just make, each of us may take a moment to just sit before you and confess our sins so that we may have victory in the days to come. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the Word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes, and you can find it in the Kindle format. Also in our show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. And tomorrow we keep marching through numbers, numbers 22, 23, and 24. And as we come to a close today, I just want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio. You would not be listening to the daily podcast with Trisha and Michelle without their partnership and their belief in us and ultimately their belief in you and wanting you to hear and also read your word, read God's word. So go to lifeaudio.com. You're going to find other great podcasts that are going to encourage you in your walk with God. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.